Going back into time, last year on Interludes. Well, the podcast started from my blog. Uh-huh. And um, I created the blog so I could share my poetry and try to, um, you know, get my message of love out. And I wanted something that sounded kind of cool, like a cool place to hang out. So I was like, what about like a cafe? And, you know, when I think brown sugar, I think of something smooth. So I was like, well, why not call, you know, my blog page, you know, the Brown Sugar Cafe. And then over time, it developed into a podcast because I went from taking my writings and my poetry to get my message across to actually putting a voice um, with my message of spreading, you know, love and positivity. And now today, a lot of times people do things and fail, so to speak. And then that's mm-hmm. it. They just stop. Keep at it. You don't have to be professional. Uh, you don't have to be an, an expert. But how right. you become an expert is you keep at it. Today, friend to the show and acclaimed podcaster of the new poetry collection, Pain is Not Our Only Paintbrush. It's Terrence P. Elmore from Brown Sugar Cafe, and he returns to Interludes. Our conversation continues as we explore Terrence's resilient journey through love and pain. I'm Val The Voice Johnson, and this is Interludes. Interludes, a Peer Lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by... Need help with wills, trusts, or protecting your LLC? Join Legal Shield today. Text the word LEGAL to 347-652-0243 for more information. And now, all the way from the south side of Chicago, give it up for your host, Val The Voice Johnson. It's Val the Voice Johnson, and welcome to another wonderful edition of Interludes. Always great to welcome back a friend to the show and a very talented blogger, podcaster, and author of a new book called Paint is Not Our Only Paintbrush. Uh, I love when I go to the Brown Sugar Cafe, but I brought him here. It's Terrence P. Elmore. How you doing today, sir? Uh, how you doing, Val? I'm doing great. Feeling really good about being back on interludes. <laughs> and I have to say, I want to thank you so much for on your own platform, talking about what we do here and just definitely being a wonderful supporter of, of interludes. We really appreciate you. Oh yeah, of course. Of course. I'm always telling people about your podcast and always commenting about how, how professional and polished it is you have your intro music and your your introduction and everything is just so smooth so yeah i i I can't help but share it with everybody (laughs) and it's been it's been wonderful Uh, we've met on platform on clubhouse and a lot of the people that are in that room has either been a guest on brown sugar cafe let me know in regards to the podcast what's happening for you this coming season well uh truthfully i'm off to a slow start this season i only have two episodes in but i i want to try to get some authors in and i'm trying to figure out how i'm gonna go about that should i do that kind of near the middle near the end but um something similar to last season where i have more guests on my very first season it was just me um Mm -hmm. last season i just 
reached out to a whole bunch of people, had a whole lot of guests. So I'm kind of going to do both. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I plan on having you back as well. Um, just trying to feel out and see where I want to go with it. Uh, my main thing is I want it to be inspiring. I want people to share their stories, something that people can take from and add to their lives and find value in their lives. So that's kind of where I'm going with it. I'm kind of feeling it out, but um, staying consistent. When it comes to choosing either the title of a poem or a blog post that you'll do for the Brown Sugar Cafe, what is that one thing that inspires that? I'm going to talk about this today. I, another thing, I love when you post either on Twitter or IG some inspirational message, and it's just words. And I'm like, I can get with that. But what when you come up with, okay, I'm going to do a blog post, what what is in that thought process of that post or what you what you say that's a good question i it just varies like sometimes i think a lot i've always been the type of person to think a lot no matter what i have going on is sometimes i just maybe inspired by a song maybe something i've heard something i've read something going on at the moment and you know, when I'm thinking, I just like, man, this is something I probably need to share. So it's kind of like a, I like to look at it like an open journal, maybe like sharing my thoughts. And I just kind of put them out there because I don't know, like I'm constantly thinking about stuff in different scenarios and different things when it comes to people and things that could possibly help them. Um, Cause I want people to be better. I want people to be better versions of themselves. So it just, just comes up and then for my poems a lot of times i may write my poems first and then the title may come up later um very seldom occasionally i do write a title first and then kind of build from that but from for the most part the title comes last okay and one of the recent posts that i i really um res really resounded with and 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 vibe with was true resiliency is self-determination in spite of failure. And there's been a lot of things that I've tried as, as a podcaster, that I've tried as a filmmaker and have failed. And that to me, being persistent, that was the vibe that I got from that. But what was your reason for just putting that out there? I was just thinking about how a lot of times people do things and kind of fail, so to speak. And then that's it. They just stop. It's <laughs> like, okay, I didn't get it, but you have to keep trying. Like when we were little and first time we learned to tie shoestrings, um, yeah. probably none of us got it the first time, but we kept doing it. They kept doing it. Now it's second nature. We can tie shoestrings with our eyes closed. So it's like, we have to keep at those things. And sometimes we get hard on ourselves when we make mistakes and we have these timelines of things that we're supposed to do, well, quote unquote, supposed to do by a certain age. And it's like, well, that's past and now it's too late. And it's like, well, no, it's not too late. You still have chance, you still have time, you're here. So, you know, keep going at it, keep fighting for it. And you may have not, you know, had all the information you needed right then, but over time, sometimes we learn things that are more valuable, things that help us even accomplish things even better so it's like just keep at it you don't have to be professional 
Uh, you don't have to be an, an expert. You're not going to be an expert when you start something. But how you become an expert is you keep at it. Yeah, and I've become an expert in podcasting, not realizing that every success and even failure helps me train other podcasters mm -hmm. and other wannabe podcasters that want to step into this arena thinking, oh, it's very crowded, but it's like everyone's voice is unique. And for you to title your... <laughs> your platform and i'm referring to the blog we're referring to the podcast brown sugar cafe uh, you told us last season that this was it was inspired and you like want people to feel number one seen but then comfortable in sharing what they what they do and like i said i I've always been a fan and I just like the title, but I'm also a D'Angelo fan. So that's where that comes from. <laughs> I'm not bad at that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the reason why myself and, and when we mention you and you're listed, we, we start breaking out into the Brown Sugar song and we're like, okay, we stop that. Start paying D'Angelo his <laughs> royalties. <laughs> but I wanted to make sure that I had you back on to talk about pain is not our only paintbrush, which to me is a very powerful statement. I remember either hearing back in 2020 when we were dealing with a lot of the uh, social injustice that was happening and, and thinking all of us, many of us are artists and many of us pick a different tool to paint with and to, or to create with. And so I, in 2020, I, I felt like I was in I was in a I was in social social awareness pain. Yeah, thinking, I thought mm, this is too much. And then when I when I see your title of this book and go, hmm, I wonder what he's going to be talking about in regards to this. And it's black with this paintbrush and it's red and I, I, all kinds of things come to mind. But what was the inspiration for creating this? particular book of work for you okay so uh, <laughs> my first two books were dedicated towards love and I was actually just thinking one day just at my desk like I said I, I think a lot and I was at work and I was thinking at my desk and I was like the first two books were dedicated to love and that's something that you know we as men don't really gravitate towards or at right. least in public so I was like I need to get something for the fellas to kind of get them engaged in what I'm doing. And so I was like, yeah, I'm gonna write a book that's kind of de dedicated to the fellas and we gonna see how it goes. But that was right before the pandemic. And then when that happened, um, you know, George Floyd was murdered. And so my writing kind of changed because I needed an outlet to express how I was feeling. And so I started writing a whole lot of different poems. One of the poems that I wrote was um, Familiar Fruit, which is a modern version of Strange Fruit. And I just noticed all of my poems were kind of like, they were just my emotions, raw emotions. And somewhere along the line, um, I can't remember where it was, but I had like an epiphany that if I were to release this, all these different poems with this sort of vibe 
that it would be popular and people would love it because it seems like when it comes to our trauma and our pain and different things like that it's like oh it's so profound and oh I, oh this is revolutionary and it's like no no we have better stories than just this so then i started switching them to poems that actually may start off with a little bit of sadness or whatever but then there's hope at the end or somewhere in the middle and so yeah. i was like i want this book to be like a tool to educate and to uplift something that everybody can enjoy but it's like it's black stories because you know pain is not our only paintbrush and i got that title actually um we went to a art exhibit it was um black americans art exhibit really really inspiring art exhibit went there um and when i left i wrote a poem about it and i uh, my wife created a reel and i was like paint is not our only paintbrush i'm like we have all these different beautiful canvases and different ways to you know that our stories are not painful they're not always painful they don't have to be the most popular things and so that's where the title came from and then it just morphed into that and then with that poem um from uh familiar fruit i didn't want to share that i was like this might be kind of and then one day i was talking to my mother and my wife we were having a conversation about the book and it was like you should share you should kind of put it in the beginning i was like you're right and so that's the first poem in the book but then it goes into different things and i have like an explanation of it in the introduction but I wanted this project to be something uplifting, um, something, of course, in it that kind of touches on mental health when it comes to men and that sort of thing. Like, you know, we have all these these things that we carry on our shoulders, but we don't always know how to express it because we were taught to be tough. We were taught to be strong. And it's like being vulnerable. It's not really a cool thing, but being vulnerable and, and, and in touch with what's going on with you really helps build your strength and makes you stronger. And so I wanted to kind of have some things in there because um, it was a conversation I was having once and it was pertaining to like fathers being in the home. And it was like, even though some of us had fathers in the home, they might not have actually been there in the home. And their parenting still skills might have been stuff that they were taught or, or you know learned that might not necessarily been correct and so sometimes some of us go through navigating manhood like learning from ourselves and learning from our friends and our peers without actually having that that actual male figure to kind of show us and guide us through stuff and it's not you know because they didn't want to but some of them probably just don't know how so i want to kind of capture some stuff like that in there and just Try to paint a positive picture and, and inspire people. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Interludes is now available on the Live 365 app under the Absolutely Focus radio platform. We have partnered with Absolutely Focus radio to give you more aspirational, more informational, and more motivational tips from our insightful interviews with today's top creatives and business professionals. Come be inspired by the platform Absolutely Focus Radio, only on the Live 365 app. Check out our platform, Interludes, a pure lighthouse production, by downloading the Live 365 app today and search for Absolutely Focus Radio. 
Newsflash, Val The Voice Johnson is currently one of the lead moderators on the platform, The House of Creativity on Clubhouse. Val The Voice Johnson can be heard leading the THOC news team with Latino relationship and good news and entertainment news that you can use to peruse your daily life. Join us every Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern in the House of Creativity. Become a member of the House of Creativity on the Clubhouse app today. And now, back to our show. I think looking at or going to art exhibits, and then for me it would be listening to certain certain pieces of music, it inspires a lot of, I want to say, creativity and when I when you were talking, and I was thinking about uh, men getting in touch and and mainly saying, okay, this is how I'm feeling, and and it's this is a safe space for me to be vulnerable. Um, thinking about uh, what was happening in in 2020 and just kind of the whole um, social injustice thing. Yeah, uh, John Lewis, who I think was still alive at the time, uh, one of his most famous quotes was, "You are a light." Never let anyone, any person, or any force dampen, dim, or dim, dimin, diminish. I'm sorry, diminish your light. And um, it's about even when you're hurt, that you find a positive way to release, or to share, or to create. And I think with uh, pain is not our only paintbrush. Is probably a great was a, it was a good release for you, right? To get a lot of the things you were you were feeling out on paper and to share it. And this is also going to be a book of poems too. Is that correct? Yes. Um, when I first started writing, I was like, I'm going to put some um, short stories in there, but mm -hmm. I realized it was kind of prolonging my project. So what I okay. decided I'll do is do like a deluxe edition later to have some short stories in there. But I just really needed to get it out there. It's It's been okay. a while since I've been working on it. So, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you've been working on it since 2020. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Truthfully, yeah. yeah I have yeah. been. It. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you know, with the addition to the poems, the short stories definitely would be, and I'm learning how to tell short stories on a couple of platforms. And just that little small nugget of what I learned, I think would be great. And definitely great to see it in the print form of your short stories and connecting. And I'd love to hear the stories behind, well, this is what I was thinking when I started writing this story or this poem. I was looking at my wife. I was loving whatever it was. And then I, this came to mind because a lot of times when I was reading through your, your love poems and your first two books, I was thinking this man is in love with his wife. This is beautiful. <laughs> I love, love it. it. Ain't nothing more handsome than a man that loves and respects his wife. And then if you up here writing poems too, what? Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> so that's much, that's mad love and respect for you. Thank but, you. <laughs> but anyway, the, so paint is not our only paintbrush. The, the book, have you thought, are you going to do possibly a podcast, pot, uh, a podcast episode centering around the book? Well, uh, now that you say it, I think I will. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. 
you know, I've had some episodes where I kind of mentioned it. I think I read a poem from it in one episode, I believe, maybe two. Probably last season, I might have kind of done something like that, but I've never thought about doing an episode around it. So, yeah, that that sounds like a good idea. So that that'll be coming. <laughs> Thank you. That's right. Here at Interludes, we we also inspire <laughs> as well. Put fire under your under your butt. No, um, but no that 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 would be an episode I would be interested in listening to because it would be you would be bringing us from 2020 to now and kind of letting us know it was painted in the beginning however this is what's happening now and this is how i've persevered and endured and i like that enduring spirit of that and and what are people to expect once they come into the brown sugar cafe either the podcast or your blog your blogging uh, website um the blog is now more so motivational, inspirational stuff, even though I did post a love poem last week. But that's how it started. It started with love poems. Mm-hmm. My first book, nobody really knew I wrote poems. And so I needed something to get my stuff out there. So I created a blog first before I released my book. And it's just something that I do every Wednesday to kind of help people get through the week. Um, Mm -hmm. some sort of inspiration, some sort of motivation. So that turned into a podcast. I said, well, I've been on podcasts for a while. I've always been a guest, whether it's um, like one of the first podcasts I was on was with my friend Charlie. And he's been podcasting for a long time. And um, we've done podcasts together. We are on two other podcasts together. Um, So I said, "I, I need to go ahead and do this. And so I started it started enjoying it um it's been pretty fun it's something and i was thinking about it i was when i was younger you know it was a time period especially like watching martin i was like that would be pretty cool to work on a radio station yeah and you know here it is i'm, I'm pretty much i have my own radio station so it's, it's pretty cool how those things kind of manifest over time it's like it was always there but now it's actually happening yeah, I definitely identify with that because I did. I found an old interview I did of my friends on cassette, and I was maybe about twelve or thirteen years old, and I was I didn't realize I was interviewing them until I heard some of the questions that came out of my mouth, and I was like, "So I've been doing this for a long yeah. time." So, <laughs> and if people wanted to tap into their creative self and to self-publish and do poems like you how, how would they go about doing that first just start writing um get those thoughts out out of your head get them on paper start writing um use your notes app whatever you can even uh use a voice app record it and just start um you know speaking because you can transcribe that later Um, just get it started and then after that you can pretty much just decide on how you want to get it published you can go traditional but if you want to self-publish there are resources out there where you can do that and there's also people you can reach out to help you but um, don't be afraid to get help and you can even contact me um, at the brownsugarcafe.blog I mean that's excuse me info at the brownsugarcafe.blog is uh, my email address and I could help guide you in the way but just get started 
Like, don't sit there and think that nobody is going to read your poems, read your books, just get started, get it out. Uh, I learned old when I was older that my grandmother actually had some books that she was supposed to write that she what? didn't write. Yes, my mother was like, this is writing thing is just in us. And it was it seemed like every book that she had in her heart to write and she didn't write. The Lord made sure to show her somebody else that did it. So it's going to get done whether we do it or not. So why not be the person to get it done? That's how right. I look at it. <laughs> and when can we expect to get pain is not our only paintbrush? Where when can we get it this month? I yes, that's the the plan. If everything go, goes well with printing, it'll be available this month, um, the fifth, hopefully. But if not, sometime by the end of the month, um, because it's already complete, it's done. So I'm just waiting on the printing and the publishing. But I have the copy. I'm looking at it. Everything looks great. And also with this book, it has color in it. I wanted it to be more mm. of an experience, not just poems. So there's a lot of color and things on the inside, which is why uh, kind of the cover is black. So it's like you see this dark cover and then you open it up and it's full of life. Yeah, because we we all need a little life and light in our world, definitely. But I'm so grateful. And if people wanted to follow you and find out more about your podcast, where would they go? Uh, my The Brown Sugar Cafe podcast is available on all podcasting platforms. My social media is at The Brown Sugar Cafe, and that's uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And my blog is uh, thebrownsugarcafe.blog. Oh, my gosh. Well, whenever you get inspired to write again and do another book, or if do another book regarding with short stories, essays, we are here for it here at Interludes. Oh, my goodness. Terrence P. Elmore. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming and stopping by, friend. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. I'm Val The Voice Johnson, and this is Interludes. To view a few outtakes during our interview with Terrence P. Elmore, please visit our Interludes YouTube channel. Interludes is now on the audio app Clubhouse. Come on and unleash the power of podcasting with me, your host, Val The Voice Johnson. We have invaluable podcasting tips and tricks that will help elevate your podcasting game. Join the vibrant Interludes Club community on Clubhouse today and connect with fellow podcasters and creatives who are shaping the future of audio content. Ready to take the next steps? Download the Clubhouse app and look for the Interludes House and become a part of the Interludes podcasting community. Your podcast journey deserves nothing less than the best and Interludes on Clubhouse is here to make it happen. Interludes, original concept by Valerie Johnson. Produced by Valerie Johnson. Original intro and outro music produced by Kendall Nesbitt. Interludes. A Peer Lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by 
Need help with wills, trusts, or protecting your LLC? Join Legal Shield today. For more information regarding legal protection or to join our worldwide sales team, text the word LEGAL to 347-652-0243. Become a future sponsor or advertiser on our podcasting platform by visiting our website today. To subscribe to our YouTube channel or join Interlude's Facebook group, visit the website linktree slash peerlightmedia. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash peerlightmedia. Thank you.